Welcome to Speaking With, the Drake Community Press's monthly interview series. I'm CJ, one of the editorial interns, and today I'm going to be talking with John Fender, head of Drake University's graphic design program and designer of our books. He reflects on his journey with the DCP, his personal values as an artist, and the concept of environmental design. All right, so first off, what is your role in the Drake Community Press ecosystem? My role uh, has primarily been to deal with all kind of the production and design aspects of the publications that we've done over the last, oh, I guess, last three projects. Um, And part of that is coordinating students to help in the development of the design. and And that's usually done through one of my classes. Um, and that's been in different classes over the years, um, publication design and sometimes a typography class, you know, so, uh, the classes are always involved and, um, I kind of function as a art director in some ways for the classes, um, and that we have the, of course, uh, um, Carol will come in and the various kind of stakeholders in the, in the project. Um, you know, the various community members and people that are involved in the content, uh, you know, development content, the writing and photography are all part of that process. And they'll come in and kind of make a presentation to my class and, um, and kind of set some parameters and general expectations. Um, and then we kind of work through initial design proposals. And um, we'll have a kind of pinup day, um, and then again, all those people will come back and kind of look at the the, the designs. And uh, sometimes um, a particular design will kind of come forward, but more likely there'll be a range of kind of ideas and um, that are kind of highlighted um, and. Usually, we'll take kind of a variety of ideas from different people's proposals and kind of combine that into a an idea. Um, and then the class works independently on this kind of shared design and um, does an initial layout for the the content, uh, for all the content essentially of the book. And then that goes to um, again back to DCP and the people involved there. Uh, to do a kind of initial review and uh, um, kind of markup of those designs, um, and uh, at that point, then we can, and then that comes back to the class, and they can kind of review that and um, respond to that, um, and make some changes, and um, kind of at that point is where I kind of take over <laughs> the process. Um, and that hasn't always been me before one other time um, with uh, the second project um, that we did. Um, there was a student, Lauren, that uh, did a lot of that, that final work. But for the last two projects in this upcoming project, I have been involved in the bringing together the, very, the various voices, I guess, of the design work and um, putting and preparing the, the actual book for printing and kind of carrying that process through. Um, so that's 
And there's also been some kind of just general logistic stuff, like dealing with printers and getting bids and costs and, you know, kind of um, nuts and bolts things in terms of how to get the the uh, book printed. Um, yeah, last the last project was kind of interesting because we hadn't done um, distribution like that before. And so, you know, we had to spec out a cardboard box and, you know, different kind of labeling. And, you know, it's uh, di different projects pre present different kinds of challenges and issues that we have to work through. But um, it's kind of all of the design and production and, yeah, packaging occasionally. So clearly you're incredibly involved with everything we do in our process. So how did you initially start working with the DCP? What got you involved? Well, um, uh, Carol Spalding Cruzy contacted me a number of years ago now, um, and we just kind of had a conversation and uh, was wondering, and this was still kind of very early. This was essentially the second project after Zachary's Bridge, which was mm -hmm. kind of done... Um, she worked with kind of more commercial, because uh, um, uh, commercial available um, designers and, and photographers and so forth. And so that was uh, more of a dry run and just in terms of how these things go together. But uh, she came to me and wondered if, you know, there was a class that could be involved and if we uh, were interested in developing a, a project around it and um, doing the design work for this book and I said yeah okay. sound like a great idea um, that also kind of came through the um, um, community engagement kind of office to um, uh, Renee wasn't in that office well she, I guess she was I don't know, she may not have even been in that office at that time. But um, that also kind of was part of that community engagement uh, functionality that the university was uh, promoting at that time. So it was just a great opportunity to kind of pull all of that together and get students involved in a kind of practical, hands-on job uh, project that they could kind of see happen, you know. Um, but that's essentially where it all kind of started. Um, and that went pretty well, you know. I think we were all kind of still feeling out the process a little bit, and uh, um, getting things working, and kind of figuring out how to balance deadlines against kind of semesters versus what uh, the different kinds of stakeholders that are kind of out in the community and their you know uh, deadlines. Those things didn't always match up, you know. But we uh, it was again a good experience overall, and I think it really helped us. Um, prepare um, the ground for kind of further involvement and uh, um, kind of better processes, I think, now. So how does the DCP's work align with your personal values? What's your personal stake in it? Well, I, you know, I think, um, in terms of my own design work, I like that it's involved with fundraising and supporting different kinds of community-based organizations, you know, from wide range of, of organizations that have been involved with the DCP. Um, so I like that 
idea of being connected to kind of larger structures and having uh, design and um, these projects that aren't purely commercial, you know, um, I think it's always a great opportunity to kind of use design to promote positive change in a community and, um, you know, how these books mm-hmm. can, you know, help the different organizations and get a better footprint in the community, you know, ex- and expand awareness of the organization and, um, uh, help them attain the, the goals that they're they're seeking as well. You know, uh, I just identify with that, you know, that approach and um, um, think that it aligns well with how I'd like my work to be utilized as well. You know, my, in, in my own work, I like to work with different kind of nonprofit organizations and, and um, again, kind of, can have an impact on, on people's lives in the community. So. Yeah, let's stay with that because a big part of the DCP in our work is student-based and making sure that the students who are collaborating with us and working in these classes are also benefiting with skills that they can go on to use in their professional lives. So can you kind of tell us how your students will be prepared for their professional careers by working on these DCP projects? Well, I mean, I think there's just the very practical thing of the uh, design and um, kind of formal, just the formal qualities of of thinking about a large format, um, long format, I should say, book project and kind of working through those kind of conceptual and formal issues. Um, it's, it's great for that, you know, uh, but that's not so different from a lot of other projects that we, we do in the, in the program. So I think it goes back to kind of those larger connections that we can make and the opportunity to work with, um, you know, with kind of really specific audience and client issues and and kind of really consider how to create that balance that kind of goes back to what we were talking about right in terms of the idea of an inquiry-based approach and um, how that's an important aspect of what DCP offers and I think it all connects to just general critical thinking skills and um, again kind of reckoning with the um, what you bring to the table as a, you know, if you're a writer, you know, uh, and contributing to the project as a student, or if you're a designer and contributing to the project in that regard, um, you know, kind of what you bring to the table and how you have to kind of balance against other people that are contributing to the project and how, uh, like on the writing set, side there's going to be kind of editorial constraints and and uh, uh, kind of collaborative efforts there to kind of bring a kind of maintain an individual voice you know that each student brings but then a a kind of unified vision 
through those different voices. Same thing with the design, you know, uh, we, so there's kind of editorial on that side, on the, on the design, there's the art direction role. Um, and, and again, the kind of, I kind of take that mantle on at a certain point, but I really, um, try to retain as much of the input from the various students throughout the year that have, have put into the process and put into the, the, the design. Um, and so that their hands are always kind of evident, you know, and I think it's always great that the people can kind of point at specific things that they, they did and uh, contributed, you know, whether it be just kind of a, a, a color scheme, you know, or a particular kind of approach to a graphic element or a, uh, uh, you know, maybe there's a kind of underlying format or, you know, uh, a cover image, you know, it's, uh, it's always, I think, interesting to kind of be able to pick out those little, little things. But that's kind of, like I say, that's kind of the formal things, the, the kind of nuts and bolts things. But I think the thing that's, uh, best about these experiences and and the best preparation for students is, are those kind of larger connections they can make between what they're doing formally and how it relates to kind of uh, the uh, broader contextual ideas that they're having to kind of work through as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you did mention that a lot of the work with the DCP is similar to working on any other project um, in that it gives them that experience of working on a tangible thing that they can point at the end and say, hey, I made that. Um, but looking more specifically at our next project, the one focused on the environment, how does design come into play in this journey towards sustainability? And how do you see that fitting into a class? Um, well, yeah, I think this is, uh, I think this offers another kind of interesting challenge. You know, um, when we first started talking about this project, you know, I, I brought up the issue of, well, you know, if we're really talking about sustainability and an environmental kind of consciousness, um, what is the appropriate format for this publication? You know, should it be a book or are there ways that the book itself can embody those ideals, you know? And, uh, and uh, so kind of starting in on this process, I'm not even quite sure what, um, where we're going to end up, you know? And I think design and uh, um, can have a lot to contribute to that kind of discussion. And um, um, I'm looking to think about how um, I'm hoping to be able to offer maybe two classes that could contribute to the process. One that's kind of, and it might just end up being one class here. I have to kind of look at time commitments, but um, to have a class kind of built around the idea of sustainable design practices and that might involve how to produce a long format publication uh, in, a most, in the most sustainable way. Um, but I think it's also 
going back to is there a way to make the object um or the product the, the publication um reflective of these issues in, in different ways too you know i mean i i think a lot of people go automatically to um maybe electronic distribution but but then is that going to get in front as many people are they going to interact with it the same way they would with a physical book um there's still even if it's electronic um, there's still servers that have to distribute it uh, there are all sorts of electronic devices that support it and um, uh, they're full of materials that aren't great for the environment and are difficult to to uh, recycle whereas we could design a a uh, printed publication that could use very low impact printing methods and recycle paper and then also be much easier to recycle in the end you know so right the, the when you're talking about kind of sustainability there are there's not ever i don't think there's ever a simple answer you know and there I never think, is <laughs> yeah. and so I'm, I'm kind of really interested to think about how we can take that into consideration and think about how to uh, find the kind of right balance for the for the publication, whatever form it takes, and so that it um, can be kind of representative of the ideals that we're trying to put forward here you know, in terms of being environmentally aware and conscious and um, again to have kind of a, a positive impact you know on the community through through this the publication um, rather than a, a, a negative one. So how that could extend through the design process, I think is really interesting question to be figured out. Well, I for one am very excited to see what you and your students come up with for our environmental project. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us and sharing what you do and how your students are working with us to create these projects that have such a big impact in the community. Um, it was great to talk to you. Oh, well, thanks very much. I always enjoy the um, DCP projects and uh, the opportunities that they bring. So, yeah, awesome. thanks, for, thanks for listening.